Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Women of Finesse. Tonight, I'm going to talk about borders, y'all. What are borders? And what tips the scale in love and envy? So let's go ahead and get started. Let's talk about borders. So let's define borders. Borders can be rigid, like a fence, or it may flow like a stream. They're both two different things, but is easily transferable, meaning you can flow or you can be restricted. So the question tonight is, what tips the scale in the border between love and envy? Envy, I want to define, is desire to have a quality, possession, or other desirable attributes that belong to someone else. Envy blinds us to our own giftedness and uniqueness. It blinds us to what we really have. In Proverbs 16, it says, People make plans in their minds, but the Lord makes them come true. God gives us freedom to choose to live within the boundaries or outside of his perfect will. So if we're outside of his perfect will within envy, what does that look like? That looks like we can go back and forth. But that's not his perfect will. So we continue to dip, deep, dig deep in envy. I want to say this. I believe envy is a hard problem. It's a problem that you look out on someone else's life and you feel like that's something that I will want. This is something I should have. It basically cuts you off because it says that, you know what, what God gives me, I'm not satisfied with it. So let's go back to Bible, I say. Let's get Bible in here. First King three it talks about the the uh, the one the two women who had a baby, and I'm not saying everybody's a, a Bible scholar, so I'm gonna give you a little background on it. Two women had a baby. One uh, woman went to bed and rolled over on her baby to wake up to her baby being dead. So before the other lady went, came and basically woke up, the woman grabbed her child, which was still alive, the other lady's child, and claimed the child to be her own. So when the lady woke up, she was looking for her baby. But the lady said, no, this is, this is my baby. So they started arguing over it. So let's get down to it. Let's get down to it. So 1 King 3 says, Two women who lived in the same house both had babies. And one of the babies died in the night with no one to witness it. Both women claimed that the living baby was theirs, and they came to Solomon to settle the dispute. In order to force the truth into the open, Solomon acted as if he would cut the baby in two with a sword and give half to each woman. The woman who was truly the baby's mother was very horrified and said, Please, my lord, give her the baby. I don't want to kill him. But the other lying woman says, ah, no, nah, go ahead and kill him. Cut him in half. Cut him in two. So the lying woman's reaction in this story was a great example of how envy is a life killer. It's a life killer. It comes out of the heart and it kills the things that God has said he promised us. He said if we establish our plans within him, he's going to give us things. He's going to give us the desires of our heart. So how did we get from being envious? 
Oh, let me just backtrack. How do we get from basically being in love, which is the perfect will of God, to being envious and saying, you know what? I don't, I want more. I want more, but not waiting on God to move in our lives. So just being happy for what God has for us. So that was one example in the Bible I wanted to share tonight. But another example I wanted to share just in our moment and our times as women. I know in our times as women, we are very successful. A lot of us have great careers. But what does that look like when you are married to someone? Do you believe that your husband is supportive of you? Of course, I would say so, yes. But what does that look like when in the heart, and I say some of this is coming from the heart, that he's not as happy with you being a successful woman because you're bringing, hey, maybe bringing more income. You might be outside of the house a little bit more. You might not be more of attentive to being a submissive wife which are all biblical things that you have to line up as a wife. So envy can come in and grow, which is not the will of God. So now the question is, how do we cross back over this border? Like I say, it it can flow or it could be very rigid. So if it's in rigid modes, I do believe that we in the envy mode. So how do we cross back from being in the envy mode to being in the love Mode, which is that flow that's flowing easily. I think the first thing I suggest is to acknowledge what are you envious of? What in someone else's life or someone acts that you feel like you need or you are envious of? And if you can identify that and you can really say to yourself and be honest, this is something I desire. It is okay to have that desire. But it said in Proverbs 16, Make your plans within the Lord. Basically, we're saying people may make plans in their minds, but only the Lord can make them come true. So if you're having a heart problem, which is envy, go back and say, these are the things I desire because I feel that I can do these things. But according to you, you said that you make the plans, that my desire should line up with your perfect will. So when you acknowledge your envy heart, go back to God and ask, first of all, for forgiveness, but ask God to show you his will within this, this thing that you're requesting. So as Christians, our highest calling, of course, God said he's love. So therefore we are called to have love in our hearts and to show love to our, to our families, to our neighbors, to anyone that comes in contact with us. But envy will short circuit everything we're seeking. So I definitely want to say love does not envy. This kind of love I keep talking about is a love that God said we have a a lot of things that's connected to it. If we love our neighbors, we're loving them in the way that God wants us to. And as our blessings are connected to that. So we don't have time for being jealous of our neighbor, our family members, our spouses, if we are walking in love. Because why? We want to see the best for them. We're seeing them in a light that is shined only by God because you're seeing them in love. It might not be something that you feel that um, you can always have, but you can say, Lord, I love them because I'm not going to be jealous of them. I want to be proud of them. I want to support them. So this love is not displaced when others, like I say, your spouse, your friends, your cousin, whomever, experience success. Be happy for them. 
be happy for them. So I want to get on just to talk about what that looks like when our borders are not defined. And we're going from one thing to the next. But God said in Proverbs 16, I'm going to leave this with you. Make sure that we're having our plans and our thoughts and our emotions connected to God. Because he says that he is the way. That only through him, they will come true. We can force it. We can force all these things. But what it's saying is that if you want to stay in the perfect will of God, you got to make sure that your heart is in the right place. Welcome, welcome back to Women of Finesse. Today is January 30th, 2023. Tonight, we're going to talk about, is it okay to have self-love? Maybe you're not that girl or woman that's not very good at loving yourself. So what does this mean? Well, it means self-love is defined as one regard to one's own happiness or advantage. It can be defined as a conceptualized thought about a human necessity that we all need. It could be a moral flaw. It also can reference being a selfish person, having vanity, being a narcissist, or just having self-motivated ways. But we're going to talk about what is self-love looking out from a woman's perspective. So maybe you're not that woman that feels very good about loving yourself when it comes to giving yourself like, oh, that a girl, way to go, pep talk, right? Maybe you're not that girl or woman. Or maybe you're not that woman that gets excited about having self-pampering days once a month, twice a week, or maybe even once a year. And maybe you're not that woman that gets all warm and fuzzy when you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see. Or maybe you are that woman who gets all of that and plus more. So the question tonight is, is it okay to have self-love? I say yes, it is absolutely okay to have self-love because there's no finish line you cross when you officially love yourself. Self-love is neither constant nor permanent, y'all. It's also not the same thing as being in love with yourself. I believe self-love is taking care of your immediate needs, physically, emotionally, and spiritual needs. It's a way to take care of your holistic self. So when people think that women are self-absorbed or self-engulfed in what they do, I believe to an extent. But self-love is more than that. Tonight, we're going to talk about it. So getting to know yourself, knowing yourself means getting to know your personality. That's self-love. Your values, that's self-love. Your gifts and abilities, that's self-love. And your hopes and dreams. The God created you in a special way. And getting to know who you are inside and out is great. That is a a self-love that I'm talking about. The outward appearance, yes. But the inward appearance, absolutely taking care of ourselves each and every day. It could be putting on extra perfume, it could be anything, but also too, knowing who you are. 
I'll give you an example. You don't have to tell little kids to love themselves. They're comfortable in their own skin, y'all. They know when they're hungry, they'll tell you. They know when they're tired, they'll start whining. And they know when they need comforting and nurturing. It's just the way that they express themselves. They are very much in tune to their bodies. So if little kids can express these things, why we can't? Why we don't take self-love to rest? Why we have to go above and beyond just to prove who we are to ourselves and to others? It's a way of, I think it's a little form of abuse. Yeah, we live in a crazy society, I keep saying that, but self-love is very important that we can slow down and really get to know who we are. Because time is something we can never get back. So tonight I just want to get on and just leave you a few nuggets about being in this crazy world and being as a woman of finesse, what we need to take away from loving ourselves. Because self-love is important. Remember, you are valued and precious to God, y'all. Make sure you know and accept yourself. When you look in that mirror, do you know who you are? Or are you just looking back at an empty face? Know how to forgive yourself like God forgives us. If you've, we've messed up, we've all messed up. We can't say that we live on this earth and we have not all messed up. So forgiving yourself is very important because you don't want to have that stressor of holding that heaviness about you. You want to forgive yourself for the things that you might have done. It's, you know, it might have been bad, but forgive yourself. Move on. Treat yourself with care and compassion. Take time to go get a massage. Go take time to read a book. Even the basic thing, just take time just to be outside by yourself. We know we care for our physical needs. You know, we eat, we sleep, but are we doing other things to take care of ourselves? And one thing I want to leave on here, y'all, is to ask for help when you need it. A lot of us as women think that we can do it all because we have been groomed to try to do it all. But we only one person and one person can run short on a lot of things. So ask when you need help. And speak kind words to yourself. You speak in admirations and things of other people. Find a word that speaks to yourself. Pursue your hopes and dreams. Be honest with yourself and others. If you can't do it, let someone know that you're not able to do it. And don't set unrealistic expectations for yourself. Pray to God to help you with your strengths and to know your strengths. Pray to God to show your weaknesses, where you're vulnerable at. Lastly, I want to leave is believe God has a plan for us all, a purpose and a plan. He is love. So why shouldn't we love ourselves? Not to the point of narcissism, but to love ourselves the way God sees us, to forgive ourselves because God has forgiven us. And just be true to yourself when you look in that mirror. Don't look in that, that mirror and see an empty reflection. See what God has created in you which is beautiful and wonderfully, fearfully, let me say that, fearfully and wonderfully made. That he has a plan. Jeremiah 29 says he has a plan for all of us. I'm just paraphrasing, but it's a lot more to that scripture. To prosper us. To have a hope in a future. So the question I opened up tonight was, is it okay to have self-love? And I'm going to end it with, yes, I do believe it is okay to have self-love.